ladies and gentlemen. Oh, what is up? How are you doing? It's me, Manny C. I'm sitting here with TIE Fighter and the one and only Buddha Will. We are uh, part of the Hardcore Casuals, a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated in bringing you the very best in games, gaming, and all things entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardcore Casuals Lounge. Oh, baby. And do we have, uh, do we have a wonderful show? A wonderful show today. Oh, my. So many things to talk about. Uh, but first, but first. Uh, Ty, you're first up. Good, what dude. have you, uh, what have you been playing? Uh, okay. Well, first of all, hello. It's wonderful hey. to hear you again. All right, uh, good. I've been playing, actually, so I mean, we could talk about what I've been playing on stream, but that's boring. What I've been playing off stream this week is, uh, one I haven't talked about too much. Good old Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice is what I've been playing. Mm -hmm. Did you take my recommendations? Uh, I can't remember your recommendations. Was you it turn the lights off and turn your? Oh no, I didn't. Okay, okay. So here's the here's here's my thing, and I'm I've decided I'm going to make one of those cool like IGN style reviews for it because I'm really enjoying it. But I can only play this game like maybe an hour at a time because I've got my headphones on like really loud and I'm like really zoned in because I'm not watching chat or anything. Like I'm all about like this game when I'm when I'm in it. <sighs> But dude, like it's so unsettling. It's really? It, I mean, you have people. So Manny, I don't know if you've if you've played it. Uh, sound, you know, Buddha has. But like, so it, one of the main like uh, goals of the of the devs in this game was to simulate uh, mental illness through this main character Senua, and that uh, uh, brings itself to life mostly through. Uh, voices that are constantly talking to you throughout the game, constantly berating you with insults, with uh, put downs, with uh, with warnings, and it's just all this negativity in your ear being whispered constantly. Like, wow. you're going to die. You're go. You're going the wrong way. Turn back. You're going to fail. She's not. She doesn't wow. know what she's doing. It, and it's just. It's constant. And it's just. It's oh, so like, I mean, I'm blown away by the emotional response that I'm getting from from what is a game developed by only a dozen or two people. Uh, it, it's it's I'm I'm blown away. So uh, uh, anyway, I think I'm about halfway through the game. Um, for those, so I'm not going to give any spoilers here. For those who play the game, I just crossed the bridge. So if you have played the game, you know that. If you haven't played the game, that is that is no spoiler at all. But I've crossed the bridge. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm having a freaking great time. Uh, there is combat in the game and it's very like, I, I don't want to call it simple, but it's very easy to pick up in that there's, there's only kind of like a, a quick attack, a slow attack, uh, a dodge and a block. Right. And that's it. Um, but it's a lot deeper than just that. There's, you know, the, the enemies that you fight against are really cool. I mean, the character models are just so intimidating. Uh, and the music that plays every time you go into combat is like big drums beating and and like uh, like huge dudes like hoo, ha, hoo, ha, in the back and you're just like you get sucked in so hard it's man I'm blown away absolutely it's, crazy experience it's almost I can't like wait the, to finish up. the combat it's almost like the combat is is uh, it's a small part of it you know yeah I mean? like, 
Yes, yeah, like, so you know, I watched... usually combat is the main part of some games, where this one is, it's like a small part of it. And it's, right. Uh, very yes, yeah, so I watched this little documentary on the development of it, and they, I think they put it really succinctly in that the combat is not there to be the main sentence. The combat is the punctuation. Huh. And so you 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 come up to an area, and each area in and of itself is kind of an environmental puzzle that needs to be solved, and then. Once you get to the end of that puzzle, you'll fight a few people, and then that takes you to the next area. So the the bulk of your time is spent solving these environmental puzzles and learning the story and finding the stones that give you a little bit more lore and understanding of who she is and, and who these other characters are. And I I, I find that great. I, I mean, it's been really, really interesting and really fun to, to learn more about this area. And uh, man, I, I have nothing but good things to say about this, this game, and I can't wait to put it into... Uh, into a piece of content that, that you guys can watch. So in yeah, uh, much. in your opinion, since both of you have played it, I have not, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the game. I'm familiar with, uh, you know, what they're, what they were going for uh, and whatnot, but I have not played it. Do you think this is a streamable game? Because there are some games that are, are just better off stream because there's, there's a distraction. So- Right with chat you, and all that, you could, but it would ruin the experience for you. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, totally agree. I think as a viewer, it could make it could make for kind of a cool experience. The viewer would definitely get a muted experience for themselves, right? Because they're not listening to it in 3D sound like you're going to be to, when you're using headphones, right? Uh, and then you're going to be having a muted experience because you're not focusing. You're listening to chat, and you're. Uh, focusing on you know getting OBS notifications in your ears and stuff, and uh, I feel like that would really pull you out. So really? that's actually the main reason I decided like this isn't going to be a stream game. This is going to be an off-stream game. Something I you know I have an hour right now I can hop on and play for a little bit, and I, I'm really happy that I did that. This has been it's been really good, but streaming I think would have muted it quite a bit. See, I, uh, I I'm I'm torn because I really would love to to play this and and i would have the intention of of streaming it you know uh and i i know when i did alien isolation and i really wanted to do it with the connect and i don't know if uh if you're aware with how that works with how they set it up with the connect but uh any noise that you made the alien or the enemies could hear right uh with mm-hmm. the connect feature on and uh, and when I I, I, talk, I talked about this to uh, Lahari, uh, um, a friend of the Hardcore Casuals and a streamer on Mixer, awesome dude. Because uh, I saw I saw him playing it, and we were talking about the Connect feature, and I was like, man, I want to stream that experience. And he's like, no, and there's no way. Like I would never want to do that, right? Uh, but it was a lot of fun. For me, it could be. It was a lot of pausing and a lot of talking, uh, in between pauses. But the experience itself was was unique and and uh, and fun. Do you think it might be something like that, or even that, if you were to pause and talk to chat and engage chat on a pause state, you've 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 taken yourself out of the story. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, I think that's up to you and how you absorb content. Um. I, I really like to sit down and and have the blinders on and think about nothing else for an hour at a time with this game 
Now, like I said, an hour for me is about the limit, the amount of time I can spend in this world, just because it's so like, uh, super intense. You know, it's, it's, really? yeah, it's in you, dude. Like it, it's crazy. It's it just, really it's so much, you. so much happening, so much, uh, what am I, what am I trying to think of? What's this it's word? A stressful so much game. Sti- really? So much, yeah, so much stress, so much stimulation yeah. happening yeah. all the time that I, man, it just wears me out. Um, Maybe, maybe punctuating, uh, or, or, or pausing in the middle of some of these areas and just taking two minutes or five minutes to talk to chat in between will, will aid you in that. Um, I mean, maybe that'll, maybe that'll just make it so you can go way longer. Uh, right. I don't know. Interesting. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's just one of those games like, well, you, cause like you're the alien uh, isolation with the connect feature is cool, but it's the opposite for for this game because you're the audio is so good you're gonna want to get deep into this to the things that are going on uh, audio wise not just not just visually but audio wise plays a big part in this game so it's like you know if you find yourself looking away at chat or uh, even pausing, you know, you're you're kind of robbing yourself. I, I, you know, I've I played like twenty minutes of it just to see if it was something that I wanted to stream. And about five minutes in, I I knew I was not going to want to stream this game. That I yeah. was going to just want to play yeah. it. I might play it again on stream after I've you know okay. finally finished it because I'm like mm, maybe a third or so before I'm done with it. But uh, because it's that good, I would want to play it again. Um, but uh, at least that way, I've gotten that experience and and what I liked about the game in me. And then you know, and still, you're not going to lose anything by playing it through again. Trust me, it's a trip. Um, I think one good compromise would probably be to uh, turn all your notification sounds off. So if you mm-hmm. have a sound for follows or for hosts or or what have you, uh. Flip, flip switch on those, right? So, okay. so when you're playing, you're you're in it, right? You're in the moment, you're ready to go, uh, and you're experiencing it. And then when you want to stop, you pause, you look at chat, you go through, and you say, okay, well, let's go back. X, Y, Z, guys, thank you so much for the follows. You know, if you were A, thank you for the tip, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then you can then you can zone back in. That way, you're not in the middle of what what should be a, a you know an important moment, and you know, ding, you got to follow. Right, 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 right. And then you see the freaking a dancing gif and they're talking about some like deep stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I would even I would even venture to turn turn off the on-screen stuff or at least make a scene specific just for you in the game so that a dancing banana doesn't pop up exactly when you're trying yeah. to do yeah. Yeah, I think anyway, I, I mean really it, it might even be like disrespectful to the to the intent of the of the game, right? They they really yeah, right. took some now love wanna, and, and care. I want to pull out of that experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm very excited to get through it and and make a review of it. This will be this will probably be like a a first crack at that kind of review for me, but I'm just I'm loving this game and I want to share it with other people. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to to play it. It's on my list. It's uh it's it's higher up on on the on the backlist, you know, on the back. I would. I, have you bought it? I have it. I have it on PC. Oh, I'm, you it's, own it. It's good to okay. go. Yeah, yeah. I okay. picked it up a, a little while ago on. Um, oh, what was it? It it was a pretty decent sale. 
I mean, uh, I got yeah, it on the summer sale for 20 bucks and so, or no, 18 bucks. And I'm like, well, this is about as cheap as I'm going to see it for a while. So I picked it up now, now that I've gotten it and, uh, well, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but you know, game pass is bringing on some new games. I'm, right. I'm like 90% sure that within the next six months, it's going to pop up on game pass, but well, being that Ninja Theory Ooh. is now owned by exactly. Xbox. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, Buddha, what about you, man? What What have you been up to? What have you been playing? Um. Well, so uh, I took advantage of the free play days um, that they were kicking around. Evo was going on, and, and um, I'm a I, I love fight games. I, I love I love fighting games. Street Fighter and king of fighters and tekken and all that stuff and the free play game um last week was uh, tekken 7 and um it was on sale i didn't i didn't opt to buy it i just thought you know i'll just i'll just play it and see what's up and uh i played a lot of it i pretty much dove right in uh ate up the campaign got as as many achievements as i could possibly get on it without actually having to play somebody online i guess i could have done those but uh it actually was a lot better than than I thought it was going to be. It'd been a long time since I dove into Tekken, and uh, they uh, they had splashed Akuma into Tekken Seven, and that was initially what got my attention. I was like, "What? Somebody from Street Fighters in a Tekken game? Okay, all right, yeah, I'll bite." Yeah. And uh, that's what got me uh, snapped in that, and uh, and then I watched a lot of Evo uh, because I had the fight bug in me, and I just I just. I wanted more. For for those so. of you who don't know, uh, Evo is is like the Super Bowl of fighting game competitions. It's like where it all happens. All uh, of them they do one. Yeah, it's 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 really insane. And if you like fighting games, if you're a fan of fighting games, you know what Evo is. Uh, yeah, and a, but you see these guys playing like totally next level stuff it really is something to watch if if you're even if you just casually uh appreciate fighting games you should check out some of these like high ranking competition fights because they are intense really intense amazing to watch yeah you can go on well, youtube I mean, right now and just type in evo 2018 right um highlights in whatever game uh whatever fighting game and it's uh they've got the finals the the top eight the top four all that stuff on there and it's really cool to watch really good stuff um you said you were playing tekken 7 did you hear did you get a chance to play as uh as negan or negan or whatever his name is um so I don't know if it's if they've released it yet or if it was just an announcement, but Negan from The Walking Dead has officially been announced as a, a new upcoming character for Tekken Seven. Oh well, no, that, yeah, I, I don't Tekken think that's reason. released yet. But uh, well, I, I heard about that. that. That was what such a random announcement. That? Yeah, it's, it's so it's, it's so weird. Like he doesn't fit weird. with this group at all. Not well, at you know, all. You notice that in a lot of games, though. Like a lot of games are kind of doing that. Like. Uh, um, where there will be miscellaneous characters showing up in other games. Um, it's like, uh, I mean, granted, like stuff like Monster Hunter, like if you see Street Fighter, and that's not too far-fetched because it's both Capcom. Um, right. But, right. Uh, you know, they'll do stupid things. Like uh, all of a sudden, like uh, like right now for Monster Hunter, they have the Behemoth. Well, the Behemoth is from Final Fantasy. You know, that's oh, not a Capcom thing. Yeah, so it's like, you know, uh, some of these games are kind of like, hey, you know what would be cool? what if we did this and apparently there's somebody that's part of those companies that are going, ah, yeah, let's do it. 
and boom, you know, we're getting these cool little weird things like, you know, like Negan coming to tech and I got, I don't even know how that even fits, but I'd play it. I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, like Negan in Tekken doesn't fit at all, but I am appreciating this trend of uh, overlapping fandom, which which is what it is, you know. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm down. Like freaking, um, what's the other one with the Ninja Turtles? Uh, the DC oh, one. Injustice Two. Yeah, yo. Injustice Two. I mean, uh, the Ninja Turtles rolling in, in the same universe with Batman and everything. That's uh, that's kind of. I don't think cool. I knew that the Ninja Turtles were in Injustice. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. dropped those guys in there. If you think of like Killer Instinct, well, they have one of the Battle Toads in there. Yeah, oh, I it's know, like, I know. It's just yeah, weird, sure. uh, you know. And it's like one of those things. Like, well, that seems really silly, but then you play it and you're like, oh, this is so awesome. Yeah, but it's cool. It's just fun, you know. Um, all right. What have I been playing? I have been, uh, finally got to play some, some solid rounds of Earthfall. I know we, uh, talked about it, um, last time, you actually but I never, I, I never got a chance to actually play. So I fixed my computer <laughs> and I got my, my, my plays in and I streamed it and it was actually a lot of fun. They had the interactive buttons, which, uh, was really, really cool. Uh, I thought that was my first play around with interactive buttons where chat can hit something and affect the game uh you can definitely get some trolls but thankfully when when uh when i was streaming it was basically just nothing but regular so they they had their fun they watched us die and then they like pushed us through (laughs) with like nothing but great drops it was it was actually it was actually uh really fun another one i've been playing lately is uh broken age that was my game after i beat cuphead finally broken age is great let me look this up i bought it i remember i remember getting it and telling you you need to get it and uh because it had such really uh it had really good reviews it came uh Hmm. uh i guess it was on steam for a while and so it was like really popular, um, and uh, I picked it up. It was on sale. I think I yeah. picked it up on one of those spring sales or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I got it around the same time. Um, it's from Double Fine. Are you familiar with uh, Double Fine? I am not. So, all right. Well, I, you should check out some of the Double Fine games. Um, to me, they are one of my all-time favorite game developers. They have. Uh, made these games uh the old school action adventure game not not action but the adventure games so like um uh grim fandango is one of their their big ones right okay uh okay, day of okay. the tentacle uh, that might have been uh before your time in gaming i don't know uh cuz you know i'm showing my age on on these these are older games but they're <clears throat> wonderful wonderful games uh, they're they're like interactive cartoons, <laughs> you know. Okay. Uh, and uh, there you have to in- explore the the environments, and then you you collect uh, you interact with characters, which which opens up these different conversation trees. Uh, you find objects, you mix and match different objects together to see if uh, if they work, and then you have to like figure out the humor of the writing of the game to uh, 
to solve some of their puzzles you know it's like it's it's a fun it's a fun game and this one is pretty pretty interesting broken age is uh you're playing through two main stories so far uh, it's uh, a female perspective and a male perspective, and they're totally different, but somehow they overlap. And you can see, or now I'm in a point without giving any spoilers, where I can I can see that there is some type of overlap going on, and I'm very is much intrigued to see. It's a point and click. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Like one of the, it's like the old school point click. Um, action action games or adventure games you know what i'm saying uh, another great one from from these guys is uh psychonauts one of the uh, from the uh, original xbox one of the most underrated games of all time i think psychonauts check it out it's on backwards compatibility you should be able to pick it up i do believe yeah yeah it's a og xbox a freaking great game but anyway, Broken Age. But no achievements. No, no achievements. Uh, yeah, no. The OG Xbox games don't have any achievements, much to my dismay. It's still worth. It's still worth a play. Great freaking game. That means I have to play the games just for the fun of it. Right, right. I tell <laughs> I you, it's know, worth man. it though. No chivos. <laughs> I know, right? It still feel. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. So though, I I've been I've been really enjoying those games. Um. But uh, with that said, with that said, uh, Ty, what's uh, what's been going on with the news? Dudes, I think as you know, a lot has been going on this week. It's been actually a very busy week for, for news. Actually, actually, I should say busy two weeks, but we've pulled out what I think are some of the top stories of the last two weeks. Uh, and one of them I, really trumps the rest. And I'm sure if you are invested in the gaming community in any way, or if you follow any of the news outlets in any way, you will have heard about this. Um, but uh, I'm pulling uh, the link from Kotaku, uh, written by Jason Schreier. Uh, basically, there was a whole, we'll call it a debacle. Uh, <laughs> and I think that's, a, that's probably that's great, an that's a great yeah, term. <laughs> But uh, IGN released its uh, its review on a new game called Dead Cells, which is a, a 2D action RPG rogue-like uh, uh, fighting game. Uh, and almost immediately, it was found that there were, uh, or it was, it came to light that the uh, review had some striking similarities to a review that had been posted by another YouTube channel, uh, Boomstick Gaming, uh, about five days earlier. And when I say striking similarities, they took uh, they took notes from uh, the IGN review and they put them right up against the transcript from the Boomstick Gaming YouTube review. And it was like same descriptions, same sentence structure, almost the exact same criticisms and praises in the exact same order. And so, uh, just like that, IGN has a plagiarism uh, uh, instance on their site, and it was this. It was it was immediately caught. Uh, the, the actually Boomstick Gaming himself uh, posted to the Reddit, or for, posted to a Reddit uh, or a subreddit. I don't even know which one. And it was actually a very eloquent way to do it. He's like, "Hey, uh, so IGN just posted their review. I posted mine five days ago." Uh, there is a crazy amount of similarity, and I feel like I've been plagiarized. What do I do? I don't want to make any yeah. accusations. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, 
grabbed my pitchfork yet, but I have no idea how to handle this situation because IGN is is the behemoth of the gaming world, especially when it comes to reviews. And it's like, I don't, I have no idea how to deal with this. Uh, but that's all it took. You know, no, he didn't need to do anything after that because as soon as IGN got word of it, uh, they took the review down and they posted this editor's note and they said, okay, well, we hear that there's been crossover and this might be a plagiarism situation. We're going to look at everything and, and come back later with uh, a determination. Uh, um, quick question. Did did uh, Boomstick, did he give that video that he made? Because he, he had a, a YouTube video that also asked that same question. Um, that That's I, how he posted it. That's how he posted it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Right. So he made a video, posted it to Reddit. Right. Uh, as as YouTubers do. Uh, anyway, oh, and keep in mind, the, uh, the writer of this IGN review, Philip uh, Mewson, and he had previously worked uh, with Nintendo, and he's worked with IGN for a number of years. So he's, it, it, he's not a newcomer. Uh, anyway, so um, IGN had their, uh, their editor's note up on the page for about 24 hours-ish. And then uh, the following day, I think this was Wednesday, uh, IGN comes out with a, a Twitter post, and it's an image of a, of a couple paragraphs. And basically what it says is, we're super sorry, this was definitely plagiarism, and the review is being taken down, the game is being re-reviewed, and the writer has been fired. Uh, yeah. And, you know, wipe your hands, we're, it's done. Right. And so, I mean, obviously this led to uh, a bunch of outcries like IGN. IGN does plagiarism. IGN does things wrong, blah, blah, blah. And it's, I don't know. I, I want to get your guys, before I give my opinion on what's happening, I want to I want to hear what you guys think about it. Uh, and then we can go on to, uh, we, we can talk more about what's happened since then. You want to go ahead, Manny? Um, okay. So first of all, uh, this is one I've been interested to talk about because it just, it basically just dropped. It like dropped on our lap. We just started the, uh, the podcast. This is like, you know, the, the really right before the recording, uh, we get to see this whole drama unfold in a matter of a couple of days. I'm like, wow, there's a lot going on here. Um, when I first saw the, the video, um, of the like the the uh, plagiarism from uh, who's posing the question, right? Uh, IGN might have plagiarized me. What what do I do? And at first, it's like you know they're they're similar opinions, but I don't really, I don't know if I'd call it plagiarism, you know, because I I look at everything cynically, and as it goes on, like. With the span of a couple minutes, it's like uh, like the the different incidences, the clips, it just gets worse and worse, right? It gets worse and worse, and by the time you're uh, you're you're seeing the end, like it's like some of some of these things are just like word for word, really, you it's know, bad. word for word. So, was it a case of plagiarism? <clears throat> I think you have to say yes. That, so that's that that's that's done. And once 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 you've determined that, is this a case of plagiarism? I I agree that it 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 was. IGN then has has to re respond. Did they respond in kind? Yes, I believe they did. So they fired him. They redacted everything. It's going to be like there's nothing IGN can do more. I think than what they did. They did everything correctly. 
I feel sorry for the next review guy that's got to review that game now. And <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, yeah. what do I say about this game now? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, so what do you say it's original now? <laughs> right. <laughs> he's uh, going to well, be like, this game is good. You know, you know what IGN Check should have done? Just freaking hired Boomstick and and uh, read read cut his review with more polish. Oh, that's cool. the new the new IGN dude. Well, you, you know, know he even said that. Boomstick even said that he was just like, yo, you know, um, he's like, you know, no harm, no foul. I get it, but you know, hey, give me uh, a shout out or give me like uh, compensate me in some way to say, hey, you know, we use this guy's right. review, you know. Um, so I thought that was pretty good of IGN to 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 step up and handle it um, like they really should have, really. Right. You know, this guy uh, was basically copying somebody else's homework and uh, got busted. Well, and, uh, then that's the, the thing. The, the other question, the last question is, was it really uh, intentionally done in in. Uh, in like a negative way, you know what I'm saying? Did, did this guy really go out there and purposefully just straight up copy? Pretty close. I'm not convinced. I'm not I mean, really convinced. Yeah, but it's uh, it was so close. It was so similar. The structure it, of it, like, I mean, it's so, one thing I mean, to like shift a word here or there, but I mean, like. It's structured yeah. the same way. Like, like he couldn't even. And, and me and Ty talked about this before before we started today in the podcast. The you know, it's like, come on, man. If you're gonna do something like that, at least try a little harder to 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 to, to word it differently. Use different words for Pete's sake, or structure it differently. Like, would you guys like I mean, me to read a couple blatant. of the instances just so the yeah the yeah yeah, can yeah, get yeah. A, the feel for this? Okay, so uh, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you couple of clips uh one from boomstick gaming and then an immediate follow-up from uh from ign's article just so you can kind of get a feel for how similar these were so boomstick writes uh of dead cells in most games of this genre your coolest skills and spells are often set to strictly long recharge timers or a limited mana system but in dead cells your abilities have incredibly quick recharges and allow you to seamlessly integrate these gadgets in a normal encounter and it doesn't make you feel penalized for using your cool stuff uh now philip Musen writes or ign writes most games limit your most useful skills with long cooldown timers and a, or a limited mana system but dead cells encourages you to use your deadliest gadgets with a fast recharge timer it never punishes you for using your best tactics Oh, geez, it's so similar. Uh, so it okay. feels like to me, like my boomstick played the game and the IGN guy didn't. <laughs> he didn't even <laughs> play the game. He was like, yeah, 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 man, that sounds really good. Yeah, what he said. I, yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. Uh, one more instance is uh, Dead Cells only falters slightly with some repetition setting in, especially on in the early stages and during longer play sessions. And then IGN follows up. Dead Cells does falter slightly with some repetition, but it's only felt in its early areas and during extended play sessions. It's it's damn near the same <laughs> sentence. Oh, man. Come on, bro. Come but, on, uh, right? Okay, devil's advocate, though. Uh, they are talking about the same game, right? So you, you know there's going to be some similarities with with the game especially if if they have similar opinions but yeah the the, the i mean the, this the is the sentence same sentence. structure yeah the yeah, they're, they're using the same sentences the same yeah. words yeah, yeah i mean yeah. come on man 
Like you can't come up with something different. Or, or I mean, he he said in his apology video that he researches the game. He he tries to find as much information on it as possible prior to putting out his review. And I, whether he meant to or not, he saw my Boomsticks review. Oh, definitely. He saw it. I think that's. And I think that's. And he doesn't deny it. I don't. <laughs> I don't think he does denies it. I think, first of all. He made an apology video. I don't if we didn't make that clear. Uh, what, what what's the IGN writer's name? Well, I mean, it was called an apology video, but really, it was a. This is my side of the story. It yeah, was, so his name is uh, Philip Mucin, M U C I N, and he did post a video. Uh, and you guys are you guys are exactly right. It is not an apology video. It is a quote unquote explanation video. My side right. of the story. Uh, and at no point in the in the video does he recognize the fact that this this is what happened. Uh, he basically chops it up to, yeah, this is a this is a game we all played, and we have similar opinions. And I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry that you he, feel that way. I, I I took that a little bit different because when I a when I was when I was watching it, he his explanation to me made sense, which was oh, it makes sense. It which makes was sense. That's yeah, what I, would I say definitely too. watched his video, I, and I watched a whole bunch of videos. Got formulating my own opinion i i went out and i looked at others opinions to see if i i agree or not you know and that's that's fine that's what we do you know what i'm saying like i i look at other people's opinions uh pro and con and and as i'm formulating my own opinions all the time it's it's normal um so i i can't i don't uh, i i feel uncomfortable like uh assuming his intent you know what i'm saying uh he stepped up and he did uh, we're talking about the uh, uh philip here the ign writer yeah. in my opinion from what i saw he he seemed to have genuine remorse of uh his voice cracked several times i, I don't think it was in in an acting way he he's uh he is being at this point uh attacked on the but from the from all the internet which is a terrible thing right his family is being uh uh attacked and stalked i'm sure he's he has freaking death threats because that's of course we elevate everything to death threats uh, in today's culture but uh but but yeah I, i'm i'm i i think i think he he recognizes what happened he's re genuinely remorseful and and I don't think there's any question that he listened and got a, a, formulated a lot of his opinions from that video. Yeah. But he, I don't I can't say that he intentionally listened to it and copied it. You know, there was the well, you can pick things up and, and have this information in the back of your mind and you don't realize like you're just ripping it. You know what I'm saying? I guess I mean, so, man. And, and there's a part but, of me that wants to believe that because if it was intentional, he did such a piss poor he job. He did a terrible job. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because it it's like there's no way in the world that people get away with with plagiarism these days, especially, especially IGN. And so if he had done it intentionally, he might just be the dumbest person I've ever seen. Well, it's not the first time. This is not the first time that he he's, he's that he's done it. I mean, uh, you know, it's. It's something that he's done before, yeah. and I feel like, you know, obviously he didn't get called out 
when he did what was it FIFA 18 wasn't that the, oh, what, did you look that at that? Because, see, I, I did not look at that accusation. I saw uh, he mentioned it thing. in his responsibility. Uh, not responsibility, his so, response. Manny, if you go if you go over to the podcast uh, page that we've got and then yeah. look at the click on the link, go down to the very bottom of the article and you'll see uh, comps between his FIFA review and then another FIFA review. That is just uh, as bad. Uh, it's, it's just uh, as bad. I don't think it is just as bad, but man, it is familiar. It's there. It's in the mix there. And I think that guy, the guy that actually provided that review from, I think, Nintendo Life, mm-hmm. like he's been, <laughs> he's been pretty vocal on the Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, on that guy's, uh, on that guy's apology, like, uh, because that guy oh, tweeted no. that out, like on the comments. He's like, he's just going ham on that guy. He's like, you copied me. You did it. You know you did it. He's, he's bad. bad. I'm bro. coming for you. Bad. And uh, yeah. So I mean, it just it, it sucks. It sucks. I mean, is it uh, is it something that's probably happened before? Probably. You know, it's just this. We're in. You know, I, Dead Cells is a pretty popular game. Um, it's a good game. Uh, I knew about it before it actually came to console uh, when it was on Steam. Uh, one of our uh, one of our members of the Hardcore Casuals that's a uh, pretty frequents us pretty uh, quite a bit on our streams is Fox Monkey, and I watched yeah. him stream this game months ago, like yeah, yeah, long time yeah. ago. And uh, and I so I knew it was a good game just from watching his streams and stuff. So I mean, it's not like uh, this was some game that came out of the blue. Um, so there would have been tons of material for this guy to pull from and look at and know about maybe not the console version of it, but he should have been able to formulate in his own words, better ideas and a better, uh, description of this game and why it was good. And when you look at, when you keep that in mind and then you look at, my boomsticks review and then you look at his review and it's it just makes it more painfully obvious that that guy did not i mean he he might have done a ton of research on it but for some reason he stopped on that on my boomsticks review because there's no way boomstick did a great job he did Mm -hmm. a great job he he did get a drape but there's i mean i don't know It, it I'm sure maybe as a reviewer, you're getting pressure to get, you know, put a product out, you know, that's your job. That's what you do. And I don't know, maybe, and it was crunch time and he needed to, to punt or go home. And, uh, you know, he, he, he punted with it and thought that maybe he could slide on by, but you know, not today, not today. Um, I'm looking at, at the Nintendo thing right now, and uh, there are some similarities. Uh, it's not nearly as, as, as blatant, though. Right, um, it's not, as, not quite as incriminating. Yeah. And see, this is what gives reviewers such a bad rap, man. You know, stuff like this. It's really hard. You know, I, I would imagine, you know, I like, like, I like reviews on games, um, whether they're from bigger outlets like an IGN or smaller outlets um, right. just because I feel like uh, a lot of times like a review should be pretty negative. I think like it should be, it should point out all the problems on it, whether 
they're justified or not, but at, at, by hearing all the problems with the game, I can, I can formulate in my own mind, like, well, does that bother me? Does that part of it bother me? You know, as a camera, uh, motion is it does it suck or is it good you know does, is that going to affect me on whether or not i'd want to buy this game or check it out um that sort of thing so like i appreciate reviewers but when somebody does something like this it's kind of like gosh man did you even play the game like did you even did you even what did you do did you just looked at the cover and read the steam review and then checked out some youtube videos and fell on my boomstick and then boom <laughs> there you go you know what i'm saying like it's like ah so it's 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 rough. It's it's rough and it sucks, but I'm glad IGN stepped up and did the right thing and uh hopefully um the guy that's going to review the game next will do a better job. Yeah. IGN should they straight up hire out a review video real quick. Boomstick. IGN should hire Boomstick and I think uh they might. that would be know. that would be a uh, a good move on their part. But uh but yeah, interesting. I'm sure we're gonna see more drama moving uh, moving forward. But uh, but let's move I, on. I am a little curious about one. what's next, right? So okay, he's issued his thing. He's been fired. I I don't know if we're gonna hear a lot more about this. To be honest, um, I think I think in a couple months we'll hear of like, oh, he's trying to get a job again. Uh, right. But I I don't think we're gonna hear much more about this story. There might be uh, several IGN reviewers that are. Uh, editing their <laughs> reviews of right, their games. Yeah, right. right. Well, <laughs> there might be some of that going half on. Half of the IGN views have been taken yeah. down. Yeah, right. I, 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 think, I think he, <laughs> at the very least, this guy needs to take a, a real critical eye to the process of, uh, of his individual process of like, should it be that you look at other people's reviews as heavily as you do when, when prepping for your own review? Because you are you know very uh likely putting yourself in the danger zone you know what i'm saying of uh yeah you almost want to not research so that you're not influenced by other reviews right yeah. right now you can look up information on the game of course but yeah you know he definitely leaned too heavy whether it was intentional or not he leaned too heavy on looking at other people's reviews i think that's clear uh well, that's why I feel like he didn't play the game because. Uh, well, well, I mean, word. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I just feel, uh, I don't want to like demonize this guy so, so much. Either I don't. Either way, no matter, even if he did it, he doesn't deserve like death threats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's too much. His family doesn't need to be harassed, right? Um, but he might be done. He might be done. He might be. Yeah. We got lots of stuff today. <laughs> Thank, so like, a lot of what we're talking about from here on out, this was this IGN story is definitely like the big headline today and, yeah, and what yeah, should yeah. be I think, the title of the episode. But uh, we got a lot of a little littler news stories, I think, that are interesting. And I just want to get your guys' take on them. Uh, but nothing nothing quite as, as deep, sexy or, or downtrodden. Uh, anyway, so coming up next, Bioware... Uh, has, quote, heard loud and clear the fan demand for more Mass Effect and Dragon Age. So uh, it is likely that we will continue to get more Mass Effect, that we will continue to get more Dragon Age. Uh, this is from Eurogamer, by the way. Uh, do you think that uh, Bioware can come back from Andromeda and, and the 
wow, the train wreck that that release was. Oh, they're going to have to with Anthem. So yeah, but um, yeah. so yeah, Anthem. That's all well and good, but can can Mass Effect return? Uh, I mean, you know, we talk about uh, people getting death threats and getting harassed. Well, there you go. Oh, I'm sure people have been <laughs> beating so people up at Bioware regarding uh, Andromeda. And, you know, the sad thing was that it wasn't really that bad of a game. It's actually a really cool game, and it fits well in the Mass Effect series. It's just, um, like me, like I bought Andromeda, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. I like it. And then I saw like the trailer for Anthem and I'm like, wait a second. What, why, why does that all look like what I should be playing now? Right. And, uh, you know, it didn't, it just felt like they took, uh, all the, the good people from Bioware and like, Hey, we're going to work on this game. And, well, it's uh, likely that they did. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, that's, those are fine. I canned all those guys. <laughs> I got rid of them. So, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you know, uh, it sucks. I don't think mass effect is gonna i'm sure it'll come back at some point like if anthem is successful and it brings brings bioware back in the spotlight and good light i i think at some point they'll revisit it i'm thinking maybe more of like a remaster though i'm thinking they'll do like a mass effect remaster yeah i mean well, people have been asking for that for years they yeah. need it's, it's to all, reboot it's they need to reboot. Not, and so yeah, in, that's in, what Andromeda it, was. Yeah, but they—that's the uh, what was the first uh, Hulk movie that they ignored? Andromeda is—is <laughs> is that is the equivalent to? Uh, uh, do you mean the one with Eric Bana? Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, yeah, man, they're those like, dogs are legit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, those giant radioactive <laughs> dogs, okay? Those were legit. Yeah, I can fear. That that is what we're seeing here, um, and I I think I think they're going to want to go back. Um, the article did reference the uh, the idea of of a remake. People want Mass Mass Effect is a beloved title, right? Yeah, I think people really want to just get back into into Shepard's shoes. And yeah, and what one. made this game great, and then they can move forward from there. I think sure. that's what we're going to see. Um, well, you, you know, I think Andromeda it isn't that bad of a game, right? Uh, like no, the story-wise or whatever. But I think it speaks to the state of gaming. Like, game companies have gotten used to the idea of shipping broken games. And I think that, uh, that, w that gamers are just getting tired of it. You know, like, why, do, why accept that we get broken games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I guess, but, man. But they, I, I mean, mean, I don't know. I don't think, I think it's too big of a step to say gamers are tired of it because people keep freaking pre-ordering. And as long as people keep doing that, then yep. there's no reason to stop. Know. You know what? That's, that's right. Listen, gamers, if you hear my stop voice, it. stop pre-ordering, please. For the love of God, stop pre-ordering. The, the cosmetics the years that why. you get are not worth it. Right, yeah, they, right. So people are going to uh, look back in the old days. Back in the old days of gaming, if a game wasn't ready, they postponed it. You know what I'm saying? They postponed it. And and we we have to like um uh, to come to an agreement. Do we want broken games at launch, or do we want to allow the developers time to finish their game? 
You know what I'm saying? Pe- nowadays, people announce like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna postpone this game," and there's like, you know, blood on the streets. People are crying uh, bloody murder and complaining about about the game, about the company. You know, like give them time to finish it. I, I want complete. There's no happy medium anymore. I, no. I know, I know. What's you going on? It, you you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Um, I feel like. Uh, I, I, I think that when games come out, there's just uh, you just really can't tell what's going to happen until the masses get a hold of it right. and really mess with the game. And, you know, they nitpicked Andromeda pretty bad. I mean, they 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 harked on the facial facial animations and the and stuff like that that really didn't take away from the game. Um, yeah, there was some bugs in it, but a, a lot of games have a, a weird bug or the animation doesn't doesn't fly right um and every every game has been guilty of that problem um you just don't know until it gets out into the masses and right and people play it and find these things um i think the difference is is if a a developer uh you know is willing to try to fix those problems and addresses those things like right. the bio the, the bioware guys they did they they went back and patched that game to fix some of the facial animations and some of the bugginess that was going on in it. So, I mean, you know, I mean, look what Ubisoft has been doing with their games, you know, um, look at uh, the people for uh, no man's sky. Look what they've done. Yeah. You know, I think as long as these oh, people are willing to say, ah, okay, you know what? We're listening to the fans. Uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to keep working on it and make it better, you know? Right. And uh, as gamers, we're just not nice people. We're just not. Well, it, the 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 thing is that uh, that yes, you have the ability now to work on a game afterwards, and post-launch support is incredibly important for a game. And and we've seen time and time again where games who uh, launch at one state and then slowly over time become like uh, a genre-defining game. We'll, we'll point to Rainbow Six Siege, one of my favorite games, Dead on Arrival. Mm-hmm. Right. And and Ubisoft uh, really began, in my opinion, with, with that game, like heavily establishing a new narrative for Ubisoft of, of what they do, who they are, how they support their games. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think I think there's lessons to be learned there. But at the same time, there are there's irreparable damage that happens when you launch a broken game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and sometimes you just cannot recover, especially campaign games, single player narr- uh, games that come out broken. It's freaking that's a wrap. That's a wrap. You know, multiplayer games is another thing. If as long as you can make like the core is fun enough to to hold on to a core, uh, 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 an audience and then and then expand as uh, when you get patches campaign games. That's it. People will ask for a return. <laughs> People will uh, just put it down and never, never play it again. And then that's it. It's dead. Yeah, it's a shame that it caught so much flack. But I am excited if they do decide to uh, do a new Dragon Age like they're talking about. Now, that would be cool. I like Dragon Age. I mean, what were your thoughts on Inquisition? I, there was hugely hugely mixed reviews on on that game i'm curious i, to I mean i thought it was good for, i mean for what it was i thought it was good you know and um you know i mean a lot of times it's and i like 
like if you look at Dragon Age and then you see what happened in Andromeda and you're like, well, damn it, that's the same animation. They use the same stuff, you know, they didn't they didn't change anything. You know, it's the same. It's the same assets there. But I mean, I would only hope that um, the guys that are working on Anthem, once they get that rock and roll, because everything I've seen from that looks really good. Yeah. And they take a couple of those guys and say, hey we need to polish up this dragon age game. You want to come on over for a little bit, have a cup of coffee and uh, make sure this thing pops off right before we send it to the masses. And uh, I, I mean, it's, it's always been a, uh, that fantasy realm genre, man. It's, it's always been good. And then when you take Bioware's storytelling and you add that to the RPG like element, it just, it's really it's really good. It's just really good. Um, it's just whether or not it'll be good enough for the masses. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I think uh, I think Dragon Age suffered a little bit from uh, you know fetch questiness and some very standard quest design. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but like the opening area, the hinterlands, like you could you could literally spend like twenty to thirty hours just in this one area. And there were even people that I spoke to that didn't realize that the game opened up beyond the hinterlands because there was, <laughs> there was just so much crap to do in that first area. And I don't yeah. think there was a, there was a very good effort to, to teach people that that was not where you were supposed to stay. Uh, and I think that was a good example of, of one of the ways that game faltered, but overall I agree with you. I think it was a great fantasy experience. Uh, there was good questing. There was great storytelling. There were some really good side quests, uh, and obviously the main story was pretty cool. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I'd be down for another good RPG. I freaking love that stuff. I love finding new loot. I love finding new ways to play, and I love min-maxing the the stats. Like, it's that's all gravy. I'm just oh, hoping I'll Anthem t- is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I, well, I mean, that, we can only from what hope we've seen, it, it looks what like it's supposed to be. All it will looks, be forgotten. Looks good. Yeah, <laughs> I think all I think Anthem good. is going to be most reminiscent of uh, uh, Borderlands. And, and not from a gameplay perspective, but from like a mechanics perspective, right? So I think there's going to be skill trees to each one of the different javelins, which is what Borderlands did. And I think that, you know, you're going to find different ways to mod your suit and you're going to find different guns and you're going to find side quests. And I, I think in that way, I think it's going to be very Borderlands. But I mean, I guess you could say Borderlands, Destiny, Division, any of that. It's, That's what I'm saying. Right. Like it's, it's covering a lot of bases uh, with that game. Yeah, and I love every one of those bases, all of them. <laughs> I'm very well, excited. I'll say, I'll say this: like, I don't, I, I don't know much about Dragon Age. I, I like the fantasy, those long, like, epic fantasy games. I, I like, I appreciate, uh, but they're always way too intimidating for me as far as time. Aww. You know, what I'm saying, like, they're, uh, they're just, they're, they're, they look like huge time investments, and then like, I'll, I'll play another oh, type. Yeah. Yeah, which they are. Which they are. Dragon yeah. Age. Dragon Age was without a doubt a hundred hours, no problem. Yeah. So I mean, they've always been intimidating to me, but I've looked at it from afar and like, oh, that, that does look pretty cool. <laughs> it does look pretty there's, cool. There's Manny peeking through the window, yeah. like what's his name yeah. from that French right. movie, right? But uh, so, but I'll say Russell this: Crow. there's uh, the fandom, right? Um, there, there seems to be some. I mean, there's hype about uh, anthem but there's also like a certain resentment against anthem for like oh you took the resources from from these other uh, uh games that, oh, I haven't that seen we any like of that. that's too bad you know? um 
And so they, they, they there was a lot of blame to Anthem as far as like, oh, look, the state of Andromeda is because they, they stole resources and they put it towards Anthem or whatever. And I think that there's some of that that is true. Um, I but, felt that way. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I'm really, I, I think, though, that uh, as a company, they need to be careful uh, to not take too much. You know what I'm saying? The S is exciting to, to and important to put a new game, a new IP on the right foot. But it's equally as important to to not take too much from your your uh your existing IPs and have it falter the way that Andromeda did. And I think I think they learned um I, I'm sure a lot of people were looking at, at this whole this whole uh, turn of events. But uh as gamers like, you know, people like look at Fallout, Fallout 76. Like how many people were like enraged at the idea of them doing something different you know there's a lot of people <laughs> it's like and it's like hey calm down fallout we're still making fallout the the way you know and love it but this is something different you know i think i think sometimes there's people that get freak out at change uh of course knee jerk you know we just they just want more of the same breath right but at the same time look mass effect was a new ip at one point Dragon Age was a new I like all these games that we love were were new and experimental at one point. So, you know, let let people breathe, let people try <laughs> some new things, you know. It might be the next thing you love. But yeah. Who knows? What's Who next, knows? Ty? What do we got? Uh next coming up, uh this was this was news maybe a while ago, and I'm wondering if it if it's even worth. But we're gonna we're gonna go for it anyway. Uh Sea of Thieves got a new update, and I think the uh, so it's called the Cursed Sails, and now they've brought in new uh, AI ships and uh, you know ghost ghost ships that are coming for you. Uh, there's a big long article about it on uh, Polygon if you're interested in checking it out. Uh, but I think the biggest question that I have today is um, for you guys: Do you feel that content updates like this are going to bring Sea of Thieves back into kind of the the light? Because, I mean, it came out and everyone was, there was a ton of hype about Sea of Thieves. You know, obviously it was it was one of Microsoft's like big releases this year. It was you know, all their marketing was put towards Sea of Thieves. Mixer was all about Sea of Thieves. And then, you know, three or four weeks later, it, it's gone. It's off the map. And I haven't seen it come back yet. Uh, not not in any meaningful way. And so I was just, I wanted to get your guys' take on the game. And, and if you think a... A expansion like this, which obviously took time and effort to make, do you think it was worth it? Do you, you know, does it make you care about the game? Go, go ahead, ahead Bruda. You you tackle oh, you this. Want one. Me go ahead. Okay. Yeah, well, you ahead. know what? Um, I I think the problem with Sea of Thieves is that it's kind of it's 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 a niche. You know, um, not everybody wants to be a pirate, and um, things can get. A little hectic when you play Sea of Thieves. Um, because you're a pirate, you can get pretty aggressive and be a pirate. I'm guilty of it. I mean, I would hang out at an outpost uh, while I was goofing around, and people would oh, come yeah. in and turn their treasure. And I'm like, hey, you know, it's I'm, I'm a pirate. What do you want me to do? I'm I can't just sit here and watch you turn in stuff and not try to steal it right, from of you. Course. So, of course, so you know, and. Uh, I, there was some people that really that rubbed them the wrong way, um, uh, but with this with this expansion, um, they're coming up with different ways to make pirates want to work together more. 
as opposed to going after each other uh, right from the get-go. Um, and I think that's, that's a good thing for the game. Um, when I was reading the article, they were talking about like they're noticing more and more of people as pirates and, and as crews coming together and working together to conquer things. Um, and I think that was the master plan all along when it came to see things, because that game essentially, I mean, when you play it with your friends is one of the funnest games you could possibly play. Um, and you, and, and when you have friends that work together, uh, and, and when you're playing, it's just, it, it's just such, such a fun, fun time. I played that game in beta way for way too long. Cause by the time it came out, I was so happy that everybody could get to finally play it. But at that point, I had played it a lot, and I was just kind of like, "Yeah, okay, cool, it's out now. All right, okay, cool. Everybody, play it. yay, <laughs> right? Whoo, now I'm done. Okay, you know." And uh, but I mean, it's a great game, and, and and I understand that maybe not a lot of people are streaming it as much, but there's still a lot of people still playing it. Um, so I mean, Rare is uh, pretty much devoted to this game. They're going to continuously put stuff out for it, and um, being that it's a, a Microsoft thing, it's, I mean, it's going to be around for a hot minute and uh, they're going to keep adding to that game and putting more stuff in it um, to draw people in. Um, I was thinking about even playing it this week um, just to check out some of the new stuff uh, that they've added. Um, so, I mean, it's a, it's a good game. It just, you know, yeah. It, yeah. It, uh, it was, it was really hyped up really hard and then boom, you know, Newer as newer games come out, there's a new game coming out. You know, it's really hard to stay stay above the water uh, these days because there's so many good games coming out all the time. I I think um, like the question posed, does it matter? Um, and I have to say, absolutely. It's of critical importance that they continue to update the game. Um, it's a Game Pass game. Like you said, it's not going anywhere. The more they invest in the game, the more experience they put into the game, um, it will have a, a direct impact to the overall value of, uh, of of Game Pass as a whole even. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those games that, that eventually almost everybody will have access to. Um, and, and all these new adventures will have people interested, uh, not as much, maybe not as much as the original hype train. Um, and that's fine because it is a niche genre, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I definitely have seen more of the, of the streamers that I follow who, ha who have been talking about it more often and then, uh, streaming it even. You know what I'm saying? And I hear comments like, oh, I'm going to have to re-download. You know what I'm saying? So so that's the kind of conversations and uh, uh, that people want or that Microsoft wants, that Rare wants in this game. You know? And I've, I've seen from the very beginning the potential for this, this, uh, these types of things nbc characters and and different adventures and new creatures and and all of it makes for a more enriching experience uh a more uh uh you know a deeper world and it, i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be fun i'm definitely planning to uh, jump back in and play around and see what happens but i think yeah, you're right buddha they, re they really need to focus on making more incentive for collaborative play as opposed to just being uh, a pirate 
and uh, an a Be more pirate. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, and that's kind of always been my deal with that game is I need more to do. I need them to give me something to do because as far as just like go out and be piratey, like I'm really bad at that. And I have a hard time creating my own fun in that way. And so that game never quite clicked with me. So seeing seeing more purposeful quests like this one, I right. think it's good. Yeah, 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 definitely. So real quick, for those that are you know, curious about what's in this uh, expansion, so it's, they've got like... Uh, Pirate oh, ships that are uh, that have skeletons on them now. Uh, the outposts have been uh, basically ransacked, I guess. So now everything's supposed to look uh, like uh, the world is in trouble, and the pirates must band together to take out these skeleton crew no, ships right. that are cruising around and um, uh, basically robbing you. Because I think that's what these skeletons do. They man their own ships. They fire at you. Uh, you can basically go after these guys just like you would other pirate ships that you would run across so board the ship rattle the bones steal their loot um, that sort of thing so you know what i would like i would like uh like mixed into some of these pirate ships to have like let's say let's say one with a golden sail or what have you so some some like clearly a visually identifiable uh mark and have that actually be the like rare crew you know what i'm saying and they'll then they'll and they'll have a special uh prize if you can take them down how sick would that be plus you can go in and smack talk to, to rare right <laughs> <laughs> how sick would that be rare i got lots of ideas you know hit me up hit me uh, up nice. <laughs> yeah Manny C. All right, moving on. Uh, the next big thing, uh, PUBG has officially made a new website uh, to track the campaign that they have created called Fix PUBG. Uh, and apparently over the next many months, I think it's six months, maybe even eight months, uh, they've decided or they've announced that they're going to be solely focused on uh, improving the gameplay, improving the experience, improving the stability and the frame rate and the reliability of this game instead of uh, content updates. So uh, uh, this is good. I, I think this should have been a focus, you know, six months ago, but I'm glad they're finally recognizing that getting the game stability and and uh, smoothness and optimization under control is is more important than a new gun or a new gameplay mode or something. Yeah, like that. or freaking skins for God's sakes! Like, please. Yeah, or emotes, whatever, whatever yeah. that was. Come on, PUBG. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's just them trying to trying to you know they got one team that's supposed to be supplying the stuff for like the newer updates, like skins and guns and and little goofy things to. Uh, keep it interesting and then you got the other side of the team that's supposed to be maintaining the uh, you know ma maintaining the quality of life as far as the game's concerned and uh, I mean honestly they put up a website and that's all cool and Danny but all they all, they just did that just to just to show people that they're trying to work on stuff right. um, well, they were already going to work on it anyway I mean they've dropped 19 patches on the darn thing yeah um, and it, but it's good to to set it. your of uh, the roadmap of what what their intentions are and gives people yeah, an I idea. I mean, they've had to. I mean, they've they've yeah. made a lot of money off that game. Uh, they've got they've had a lot of people, 
I mean, it might mean might not be doing as well as it did initially, but still, I mean, you're still talking to millions upon millions. Right. I mean, it's still in the top five yeah. as far as games are concerned, um, being played and and whatnot. So, I mean, you know, I think they're just doing what they they're just showing you now. That's all. They're like, oh, okay. Well, maybe this will this will calm them down a little bit if we right. put up this website and use what everybody says, <laughs> and that's to fix PUBG. So, you know. Mm-hmm. So for those who are curious, uh, the website is fix.pubg.com, and there you can check out uh, what exactly their goals are. Um, They're looking at uh, what the categories they're looking at. Client performance, server performance, anti-cheat, matchmaking, and bug fix and quality of life issues. So you'll notice nowhere on there is more animations, nowhere on there is more guns or more gameplay modes, uh, which is weird considering they just teased a new gameplay mode at E3, uh, War. I think it was what it was called, but we'll see where that falls in this whole thing. But anyway, if you want to, if you want to follow along, uh, fix.pubg.com is the website there. Right. Right. Uh, so, there you go. So, yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll just say, uh, you know, I, I mean, it's, it is, it's a popular game It's going to re- remain popular. They have to do this setting, setting the, uh, uh, and, and it's, it's not, it's not like they're only now deciding to fix it. Like, like uh, Buddha said, they've been doing it. 100%. They just put the 100%. they just put the freaking uh, their intentions moving forward made it more clear. Yeah, and I think I think people uh, may have unrealistic expectations with each patch. You know, there's there's a lot of crossover between people who play PUBG and people who play Fortnite, and you know, Epic is a significantly bigger studio. They have significantly more resources at their disposal. Right. And uh, so when they, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but remember back in like March and they came out with that patch, that one patch. And it was like, oh, by the way, everything is now 60 frames a second. And it just, it completely changed the way the game looked because all of a sudden it was just beautiful the way it looked and every, how it ran and how wonderful it was. Right. And I think people, I think people are waiting for that patch on PUBG. Right. Okay. Now it's good. Everything runs at sixty frames a second, and you're good to go. Problem solved. Uh, That's not going to be I, for I just quite some no, time. It's, it's not there. No. no yeah. No, we're not going to get no, no. Not even on Xbox X for right. a long time. Um, anyway, Manny, have, I'm going to let you take uh, the final point here on what's new with Xbox. I think these are. Uh, uh, I think these are more Manny points, and I want I want to get your hot take on uh, on what we got here. Well, there's uh there's three things going on with uh with Xbox that i that i find interesting there's the uh they definitely take in uh, accessibility uh very serious you know and and uh there's uh an article regarding the the adaptive controller and uh and even the the focus on the packaging uh and and they highlighted that it's an easy to open package and and they explained that uh that the uh, people with disabilities they're accustomed to to opening packages in a certain way, right? With, with their teeth, and they usually struggle uh, to get these things opened. And I just thought it it was telling of uh, Microsoft's intent to really make uh, gaming accessible to as many people as possible. Uh, I don't know, and we're we're looking at. Uh, uh, an article uh, from uh, The Verge, and it was it was a really nice, easy to open uh, package. They have a nice little GIF <laughs> on there that yeah. uh, that shows. It's like wow, the packaging. Nice. And I was like, oh, it's something uh, clearly 
you know, um, I didn't think of it, but when they explained it, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I think, I think that's really good, you know, good on Microsoft. Um, the other thing, uh, would be Xbox one X now supports HDMI 2.1, right? So now what this does that is, mean? I saw that come out, but what does that mean? I mean, basically it just means more data can be transferred uh, faster with HDMI 2.1. And that means less lag, right? Uh, more visual uh, fidelity, uh, more so, capabilities, but better sound, right? But okay. the, the biggest thing you're going right? to see as far as gaming goes is going to be uh, a, a little bit less of a visual lag, right? Um, Was there a visual lag before? So there, there is, there is. Now it's slight, it's very slight. But the fact that that uh, well, you know what? For, let me uh, let me just say what the, what that third point is, and then we can just talk about all all, all of them. You know, sure. Um, so Microsoft, the third point of what's new with uh, with with uh, Microsoft or Xbox is uh, Xbox or Microsoft is joining uh, this app called or um, Movies Anywhere. Right, they're they're now opening up the Windows 10 and Xbox platform to Movies Anywhere, which is uh, a service that, from what I understand, is free and what they say will remain free, which uh, which kind of commingles all the different digital distributions that you, that you can get and put it into one nice uh, go-to area to to uh, watch your movies to collect your movies you know so if you buy something from iTunes if you buy something from uh, Xbox you buy something from Amazon or wherever else you go to this one service that that's a catch-all for all of these and and you have your 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 collected library which I think is is very interesting um, so going back to the HDMI 2.1, uh, thing I, I think the, the the biggest thing with this is that a, that Microsoft or, or with Xbox has a lot of time just been a wait and see. That's their that's been their approach. Wait and see on new technology. And this is like bleeding edge, basically HDMI two point one. Oh, is uh, it? And so it's it's not a common thing. You're not gonna ha you're not gonna see uh, this everywhere. And, so and, the use and, of this is software based, right? They're not they're not making a new plug, right? It's not a new plug. It's software based. It's just a different way to to package and process the information. And uh, you well, you're gonna have you're gonna have new wires that accept this change, right? That can mm -hmm. that can handle that, uh, but it, they're physically gonna be the same. Uh, and I think I think uh, you're not going to see like that much change, you know what I'm saying? A difference is not going to be like, oh my God, it's a new world, but it is telling that that it seems like a directional shift on Xbox's part. Like they are, they want to more readily accept newer technologies, newer platforms, and push the best that they possibly can. And I think that's cool. Nice. 
Faster, faster, faster. Faster, faster, faster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those of you that don't know what the movies anywhere is, basically what that is, that that service brings all all of your other movie services together. So like if you've got movies on like iTunes, um, I think Amazon Prime Videos on their Vudu, um, as well as your Google Play and your Microsoft Movies and TV, it brings it all into one collection. So your library combines. And so when you go to movies anywhere, it pulls it pulls your libraries from all those different places and brings them into one place for you. So it's pretty convenient. It's pretty nice. Um, I signed up for it. If you if the the offer is right now, if you sign up for it, you get the uh, dreaded X Men movie that I'll just pretend never happened, but it's there. <laughs> and, and you get it. Wait, which one? Oh, God, it's the uh, whatever. Um, I don't know. They're all horrible, but. Uh, uh -huh. I think Excuse it's. Me. Uh, They're all outstanding. I was trying to see which one it is. <laughs> Don't even start with me. Like, it's horrible. Dude, horrible. hey, they were trailblazers. They were the first of their kind. God, they burnt everything in its path. Just burnt it up to a crisp. about blazing trails, dude. That's I think true. it's. Um, Just blaze that trail right to the ground. Right, right to the freaking ashy ground. That's right. <laughs> yeah, horrible, horrible. Um, I'm, I, I think this is interesting. I, I, this is the first I've heard of movies anywhere. Um, but the problem with buying things digitally is that you, you, you're, you're beholden to this digital store, right? These columns. Uh, so if you buy a movie on, on, uh, on Amazon or Xbox, like you can only watch these things via that, that portal. Uh, and I and a lot I, I believe it hinders uh, digital purchases. You know what I'm saying? I mean, really, it's it's much easier to just download an illegal copy and then watch it wherever you want, as opposed to let's say if you buy it via uh, I don't know Xbox and you you don't have access to it unless unless they provide a way to. You know what I'm saying? So this is interesting. This is this is saying. Uh, uh, the these movie um, uh, makers, as as a business, they recognize this as a problem, uh, as a hindrance to digital sales, and and this is their solution. And I think it's a good thing. And the more platform, and I, I, I think it's exciting that uh, Microsoft or uh, is is uh, jumping on board. You know, so if there's a good sale on Microsoft. Now I'm more, much more inclined to pick it up if, if I can have one unified library. You know what hey I'm man, saying? More people given more options is always a good thing. It's always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, cool. I think uh, I think that's pretty much that. That's the news. That is the news. Q uh, Q audio Q right here. That's all, folks. There, there you go. I'll figure out something. <laughs> So, um, we have our very first, our very first number uh, one, yeah, Patreon sub club question, and this comes to us via Ace J seventy two, uh, awesome dude, awesome part of the uh, hardcore casuals community, and a member. Of the Hardcore Casuals Patreon Sub Club. Thank you so much, Ace. And Ace asks, 
Uh, they really want to know uh, what are your thoughts on the game consoles you know, from the start and how they've progressed and what you wish they would have or what they should get rid of. So that's a... <laughs> That's a deep that's question. A that's question. a hell of a that's question. That's a huge right? question. I think, I think we I think come we, up with something yeah, like one, one, one note for now on, on where this sits because the, the talk of like the entire history of game consoles, that's years of right. discussion. Right. But what are your what are your thoughts on the, on that? All right. So uh what are your thoughts on game consoles from the start, how they've progressed, and what you wish they would have and what they should get rid of? Uh, so, wow, Jesus, I don't even know where to start. It, it, right. There's it's so a huge... Start at the beginning. <laughs> start at the beginning. Yeah. Man. With a one joystick, one button. When I was a wee lad <laughs> and I was just getting into gaming. Let's see. So, okay. So what's, what was your first console? My first console was an SNES uh, and we played Power Rangers on it. Uh, that was, I remember we played at my cousin's house and I was super jelly because my cousins had a super Nintendo and I thought it was the coolest thing ever made in my life. Uh, and so all of my gaming has been from the SNES forward. Uh, it was later when I was older that I actually got my hands on an Atari, which was, you know, came out much before the SNES. So I have played the OG Atari, you know, with the joystick and the single button. Uh, but that was because when I was older, our next door neighbor had a big yard sale and she gave us the Atari and like 50 games for like 10 bucks. And I was like, sick. Uh, But uh, anyway, yeah, started at, started at SNES. Uh, It's interesting because, you know, graphically and gameplay wise, we've come a long way. Yeah. But uh, I mean, obviously, obviously we've come so, so far in that way. But at the same time, uh, Sitting in front of the TV, using your controller, taking the taking the the role of the hero, and and being uh, being greater than you think you're capable of being have always been themes within games. We were doing that in SNES, we were doing that in GameCube, and we're doing it now. And I think that uh, I love that that is still a part of of what we're doing. I I know that the Wii tried to kind of break that mold, getting you to get up and move and 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 you know be more active in your gaming and no no i don't want to do that i want to sit down i want to hold a controller in my hands and i want to i want to take the life of not take the life but i want to take the role of the of this hero and so anyway i'm i'm glad that gaming has uh 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 preserved that and i'm anxious to see how how they continue to preserve it but also how that evolves uh as we move forward is is you I mean it's even over the next decade right because Think of where gaming was a decade ago, and yeah. think of where it's going to be another decade. Buddha, what was what was your first console? Oh, um, I had an Atari. I had the good old fashioned Atari with the uh, my favorite game. Um, well, other than Asteroids, was the uh, it was like one of those combat games. I don't even remember what it's called now, but it had like um, it had all the different. Uh, modes on it so you could be like planes but the funnest part was like little tanks you could be the little tanks on the little square board and you could play against somebody and they had like the the cool like uh ricocheting like uh, bouncy bullets that you could do and stuff like that and i mean that was my first like anything that i had uh but i remember when i got my first nes my mind was completely blown 
uh, one of my friends in the neighborhood that I grew up in had uh, a Nintendo and obviously like, you know, growing up, like your friends have something you're like, yo, that's so cool. Like, yeah. I wish I had something like that. Well, uh, my, my parents finally caved in and uh, got me a Nintendo and uh, it was, I mean, I soaked a lot of hours uh, into uh, oh, yeah. horrible broken games. <laughs> yeah, because there was no updates. Changed, changed the <laughs> game. Were... <laughs> but uh, but I mean, you know, I've had uh, I've had several different consoles. I remember the first time I got a Sega Genesis. I remember the first time I got a PlayStation. Um, and I was really I was a PlayStation guy for a long time. Like I had a PlayStation Two, and I was I was very happy with the PlayStation. And uh, I had burned up like two of them. And then at that time, I was like, man, I'm just. I'm angry right now because I keep having to get new consoles. And uh, at that point, the Xbox 360 came along and I thought, why not? Let me go with it. And uh, I had that same feeling from when I got the NES. Like it just blew my mind. I just liked everything that was going on with it. Uh, The interface and stuff like that. Just I was sold on it. Uh, And uh, I just kind of been playing mostly Xbox from here on out, I mean, I do have a Switch and stuff like that, and PC, and all that jazz. But I always find myself uh, more comfortable with my with my Xbox. Um, but I mean, I like I like where it's gone. I mean, you know, technology is awesome, and uh, you know, as we see every year um, at E3 and some of these other big shows, where it's like you know we're getting premium quality um, hardware, we're getting premium quality games. I mean, it's just like. You know, back in the day, it was kind of, you know, you're, you were a chump if you did nothing but play video games and read comic books. Now, it's not like that anymore. Now, it's like, yo, you play video games? Yo, you stream. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's a big thing now. And and, and, and it's nice to see that where it's like uh, you don't really have to hide the fact that, uh, yeah, man, well, you know, I, I soaked in 10, 12 hours, you know, the other day in this game. You know what I mean? It's... It's uh, you tell somebody that now and they're like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I don't, you know, I didn't really like that game or I did like that game, you know. So the progression of like where from where it started and where it is now, it's it's pretty awesome. I, you know, unfortunately, you know, it's just going to get more expensive. Um, things uh, nice things don't come cheap, right? And uh, as uh, consoles uh, progress, uh, TVs progress. PCs progress. I mean, like all these things, all these different apps. You know, we talk about the the HDMI uh, 2.0, or whatever. You know, all these. Uh, you know, your console is more than just a video game uh, unit. It's more of like uh, an entertainment unit. You have all these, like Netflix and Hulu, and and uh, I mean, I've got several different apps uh, on my Xbox that I utilize. I don't even have cable TV. Like, I don't even mess with it because. I can do everything for my Xbox and I think that's just where the trend is going. And I hope that that keeps going because, you know, it's like Ty said, you know, you got the more options you got, the, the, the more happier you're going to be, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about you? Um, my, my first console that I, that I had was the uh, Nintendo, the original Nintendo, but I played the hell out of Atari. Uh, and the only game that mattered was pole position. Uh, on Ooh, the Atari. That was a good one. That was a position. So good. Yeah, man. Oh my Ooh. god. That's a um, good one. I played the hell out of the um ET. I'm happy to say that I got a chance to play what is recognized as the worst game in gaming history, right? 
E.T. Uh, from the Atari, Boom, which baby. was a ball of confusion. But uh, but I got to experience it, you know. But my man freaking produced that game in like in under a week, right? It's pretty amazing, <laughs> yeah. right? It's pretty, yeah. pretty freaking yeah. amazing. I was mean, like, hey, we, we picked I'm up saying, this license, you know? make something. Uh, we have seven days. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And that was the state of gaming back then. Um, but uh, I mean, really, the, gaming. This is a huge question, and I'm going to try and be as, uh, you know, as as possible, right? Trying to trying to uh, make this um, short, which I struggle with. Yeah, good but, luck. <laughs> but uh, but yes, um, gaming is about first giving you the initial experience, right? That you can you can look at something on the screen and and have a direct influence on on what happens on the screen right and 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 it started with uh you know moving a couple blocks and and that hearing the sounds and watching this and yeah i'm i'm moving this thing (laughs) right and it's 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 cool It's, it's this certain interactivity uh that that was new right um and it, it progresses from there. So then, it's, then it's uh, and even from the very beginning. What was the first game? Pong, right? The first, the first Pong. real game, arcade game. Uh, and they took this idea, and they put that on on TVs, even before uh, Atari. But the idea was playing with someone else, so you can you can play head to head, and that was the core of gaming playing with someone so i think as a theme playing with other people and how you interact with them is something that is interesting to to see from the console perspective uh so it started with uh you can play against your friend then you had that same thing with nintendo you had your two controllers uh later on i believe it was super nintendo that that allowed you the innovation of four controllers that you can play with now four people at the same time no way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It's freaking crazy. Oh, uh, and Apple you had like all these, uh, these, uh, um, you know, you get your friends over and you just have this raucous times on the couch <laughs> where you're going back and forth, 2v2 head ups, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Uh, and then with Xbox, you have the, the real, the first serious inclusion of like online gaming which was like really unheard of because they said, hey, you know what? We're going to do uh, online gaming, but it, but we're only going to have uh, like high-speed internet, right? And then people are like, what is this? This is crazy. You can't do that, <laughs> right? Because uh, it wasn't as popular back then. It was all like, like dial-up, you know? We're going back, guys. <laughs> so... Uh, so so yeah, the online gaming changed everything. And I think like we're now we're at a point where we have genuine friendships and uh, of of over the years of like 15 plus years of online gaming. Uh which is awesome. I I I I'd like to see moving forward more ways to interact besides gaming 
you know what i'm saying um to 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 have this this uh just being able to interact with your friends in a more casual way let's i like bring back bring back uh the old uh netflix party remember that Netflix. Yeah. There used to be where where you get in with your no. avatars, you go into a Netflix party, and you can see your little avatars walking into a movie theater, and you watch Netflix together. It syncs up. It syncs. They got up. rid of that. They got rid of that. Why? Now, I I'm, I have no idea. Netflix blamed Xbox. Xbox blamed Netflix. Something. Somebody somewhere didn't like it. That's a that's great fine. idea. I mean, that's what that's what Rabbit is, isn't it? I mean, to a degree. Well, yeah, to a to a degree, Rabbit was a, a screen sharing uh, protocol, and you can get your friends together. But this one was cool. You can hit buttons, and you can see your avatar. Like, you, you, are you familiar with uh, uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand? I've heard of it. Uh, go check it out on Netflix. It. What what is? It? You see the movie, and you see like the silhouettes. Uh, of of the of the chairs and the people sitting there, so you can see okay. when you when you enter and and leave the party, you can see like your little avatar walking in and walking out. You can hit buttons and uh, and they'll do like little little emotes. Uh, you can see the silhouette of your character doing that. Uh, really amazing stuff. They they took that away, so that's fine if you don't have a relationship uh, with Netflix. But that idea was amazing. Don't get rid of that. Bring it back with the new avatars. Um, have it, listen, Maybe this is freaking a no-brainer to me. Have it so that you can rent movies on the Xbox. Have it so that you can split your uh, the cost of the rental with, with your friends. Why the hell not? You know what I'm saying? Because they're all watching it together. Bring show your little avatars walking on in. Watch the movies. Split the cost. A is going to be fun. It's it's a different, more casual way for to interact with your friends. Uh, B, you're going to see an, a, a marked increase on on your movie rentals for sure, guaranteed. For sure, you know. Um, so I want to see that. I I want to see more of that. Uh, and and the big things moving forward are going to be. Uh, the more cloud computing, right? So streaming your games, taking your games from one place and playing it in a different scenario, maybe outside of the couch. We're gonna we're gonna see that. Uh, and of course, crossplay. So in the in the large theme of consoles, is you start it started with one person uh, next to you on, on on an arcade booth then it moved to one person in your in your house on your couch right and then it moved to four people on the same couch and then online and now we're we're looking at uh this whole thing of cross compatible play with games from different platforms with the same experience and i think that is what mm-hmm. what we're going to see uh and it's just the next inevitable iteration of uh of gaming you know and then then, there you go there you go and there you go (laughs) what do you think ace you feel satisfied yeah i hope so that was one hell (laughs) of a question are you not entertained are you not entertained entertained? (laughs) um ace thank you so much and really all the patreon folks um thank you so so much 
A special thank you to all you guys. Um, it is our intention to bring you more. This is just the beginning. If I have my way, <laughs> this is just the beginning, guys. And uh, and we cannot do it without uh, the likes of, uh, of Ace and the rest of the Patreon folks. If you uh, are part of the Patreon, you have the sub club role in the Discord. Um, make sure you, you find the sub club chat. This is where you can... Uh, Talk to us directly, post questions for the podcast, and post them uh, up. and uh, yeah, and we'll see what's uh, what's going on. There is a second part to that question from Ace. Ace, I'm sorry, we're gonna skip it. We're gonna skip it. <laughs> um, we still like you a lot. We still I love promise. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Buddha will. Yeah. What the hell is going on with the deals, and uh, and Game Pass? Uh... Talk to us. Game Pass, Game Pass is a rocking it. Like uh, we knew it would. You know, we got stuff like oh, yeah. uh, Hitman dropped in there. Oh, I'm Rise, so excited! Hitman's, about Hitman's the whole season, right? There's like four or five yeah. episodes yeah. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah buddy. Uh, Ruiner uh, made it in there Which as well. So uh, Dead Rising Two, Doom. Which is pretty cool. And I'm so Rage. pissed about this one. I'm so yeah. pissed about Doom. Why are you? I just bought Doom? it. I just bought it like five weeks ago on sale. <laughs> I did the I same thing. I haven't played it, and it just, oh. I I wanted to get it just to play the campaign. Honestly, uh, I didn't. Is I there didn't other think things besides like the campaign? Uh, multiplayer. Well, I mean, they yeah. got like a big multiplayer. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Right. Yeah, uh, but I just wanted to play the campaign because I just yeah, wanted I just to wanted... chew through it. It had a 4K uh, update. Tight. on it and uh you know that always gets my attention so yeah i uh the I multiplayer and, uh, of doom never really picked up but from what a I lot under, of people swear by it man like well the thing is the, the campaign like people were jumping in and, I, and they were like yo have you tried the multiplayer yet and i'm like yeah. no and they're like oh it's so good and i'm like really okay well once i so get on this campaign there's like, a, check it out there's a difference uh, there's a different approach to doom and multiplayer. Uh, most most games now we're used to like a like a duck and cover kind of kind of thing. You you poke out, yeah, you, you shoot, you absorb some damage, and you go away in the shadows and try and reheal or something, right? Something like that. You're more you're more uh, conservative with your confrontations. Doom is different. Mm -hmm. Doom says press forward, and you will get benefits as you press forward like run towards conflict as opposed to being more timid so you go you get you get a kill you're going to get power ups and health boosts as you go from confrontation to confrontation so so if you're outside of that and a lot of reviewers who aren't really deep in on the game they're just playing through it real fast didn't understand that dynamic of what they're trying to do with multiplayer so a lot of reviews panned it and said multiplayer bah, it's a pass but once you got deeper into it and you realize it's really they're rewarding aggression you know with a freaking oh, yeah. you know uh with with, uh, with the uh different uh tongue-in-cheek type uh uh uh, I guess uh, uh, art style and uh, and uh, they're 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 like corporate the the cultish corporate uh, type of uh, um, jokes that they have in there and the rockin' mm. music. Uh, it's just oh, yeah. it's just it has a whole unique feel to it. 
the game as a whole and the aggressiveness and they put that in the in the uh, multiplayer i think is worth a, as a watch as a matter of fact when this comes out on game pass uh we should download it and, and give it a go i think it would be fun well i've got it i've got it and tie fighters got it yeah and tie fighter clearly has We're it too i have it as well let's um, oh okay well then hey yeah what are, we, what are we talking here let's for? get into we it just play yeah <laughs> <laughs> So I'm mostly excited about Rage. Um, that was a game that I played a long time ago, 360, with a new Rage coming out here soon. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it might be a fun little game to just go in and play through one good time. It was, If I remember correctly, I mean, it was a gorgeous-looking game. Um, it just fell short a little bit on the story, I think. But uh, I'm looking forward to, to re, uh, reintroducing myself to Rage um the games with gold uh forza horizon 2 is still uh still up there if you haven't gotten it yet i highly suggest it um the forza horizon series is just really really good um dead space and 3 the, is still available on that one it turns yeah. off on the yep. um and then obviously on the 16th we'll be having uh, for honor will be the uh Woo! that's yeah, awesome yeah yeah that's a big one yeah and Huge. then uh epic mickey Epic yeah. Mickey number two. Epic Mickey number two. Um, they've got the backwards uh, compatibility. Uh, Prince of Persia. Yeah. Um, Prince of Persia. The OG games, out. man. The so OG this was games. not the first Prince of Persia. This was the second Prince of oh, Persia. Oh, was it? I, oh. I so this is not Sands of Time, the one that came out on oh, GameCube. This is okay. not that. I'm a little... Uh, this, is the, this, is, this was kind of like a reboot almost. It was a right. different guy. Yeah, because oh, didn't they do okay. a movie at that time? Wasn't there a movie? Oh, I don't know when the movie was. was relative to the games, but for some reason, Jake Gyllenhaal was Persian, and uh, that's right, they he made was. a movie yeah. out of it. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, Earth Defiance Force uh, 2025, which I'm not very familiar with, and uh, Cyan Mora. I don't. What don't What is that? that but I'm not sure. I'm sure. Let's, do the, let's hit the Google machine real quick. Hit the Google. Yeah, the Google. Um, while you're looking that up, the new games this week that are coming out are going to be uh, We Happy Few, which I know Manny's been already playing. Oh, that, but I think it's baby. now fully I'm released so and ready to go. Um, so take your joy pills and uh, get into that. Overcooked 2, um, that came out as well. Uh, online co-op, that's what we wanted out of uh, oh, yeah. Overcooked. Oh, yeah. And then are you something I'm excited up? for. Are you picking that game up? What's that? Pluto? Are you picking I, the... I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have the first one. I don't know yet. I haven't decided. Right. I, I, I game share with my sister. And I, this is a game mm -hmm. I was hoping that she picked up. Right? Because really, mm -hmm. um, sister... I love you, but you need to pay, you need to buy more games. You need to buy more games. Uh, really, it's like I, I buy like ninety nine. It's a one way games. street. Where... Yeah, it's a one way street. I'm just saying. Hey, you need to, you need to pick Hunt. it up. <laughs> she did buy Monster Hunter for the mm -hmm. cats alone. Uh, but anyway, alone. I saw well that it was it. downloaded, and I was like, "Oh yes, I'm so excited!" Uh, so I have it ready to go. And uh, nice. I intend to play it. I think it's going to be fun. I love, I loved the first game. Couch co-op, awesomeness. Now online, yes. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yep. Yeah. Which I wish they would have opened that up for the first one too. So so many people have it, you know. Yeah, but, but uh, I mean, look, I understand they didn't. They didn't. Uh, I think it's a cost thing, 
right? And I, I think is probably more successful than than they would have thought, you know. Right, right. And now, and now that they have funding for the second one, they already have the 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 template for the uh, from from the first game. Now they can give resources, proper resources to to an online experience. I understand yeah. it. I wish the first one had it, but it, I'm happy that that there's more and i'm happy now to to do this online i think it's going to be great oh yeah i can smell what they got cooking over there it's going to be great uh looks like sign mora stepping backwards here real quick Mm -hmm. sign mora is a uh side scrolling uh airplane shooter so it has kind of a cuphead look to it to be honest except you're an airplane oh a little bit more futuristic look it it, it does not have cuphead's in a more okay. more normal looking airplane kind of sci-fi ish uh i believe it's rated m for mature because of uh, some serious language that i see popping up here in the subtitles oh my goodness oh, wow. so get nice. ready for that nice yeah there it is <laughs> and then uh last but not least the uh the final season of the walking dead um Episode one. Yeah. Episode one coming out August 14th. Really looking forward to finishing up uh, Clementine and her, her struggle against the zombie horde. You know, I was surprised to hear that even after all this time, they're building this, uh, this game in the, the same engine that they built the first one in. So it's, it'll look exactly the same. Well, it's a telltale game. I mean, you know, uh, well, I mean, telltale is um, there. They've created a new engine but they decided not to make this one on that engine because hmm. they've been using the same one forever and ever and ever. And apparently it's, it's hard and slow and the capabilities are limited because it's old. Uh, hmm. But they decided that they, you know, after they made a new one or after they got access to a new one, uh, they were going to use this one for walking dead. So it, it fit the aesthetic. Yeah. Nice. I think nice. that I honestly, I think that's the right move because more important than the actual game Right, the gameplay is just the story and the choices that you make, and that's what made Walking Dead really something special. Um, yeah, the it's, feeling it's a comic of, of weightiness <laughs> to yeah, it's a comic book, it's an interactive comic book. Uh, the, but yeah. you feel that the that there's consequences to your to your decisions, and you have you're really put up against some some very interesting moral quandaries. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, and to, as I, I, I really, it's a great, it's a great game. I read that they had, uh, if you haven't played the the previous games, that you can go and uh, and do, uh, 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 you can make all the choices. Oh, they do like a beforehand. quick recap. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, they did that cool. with Mass Effect. Right, something that's similar. Cool. Right. So then, so then you can. Uh, now I now I'm not exactly sure. I have to look up if if these decisions will ultimately uh, somehow like if your game will be able to sync up with it. I believe so. I believe my understanding is is that is the case. So you you go onto their website, log in with your account, make the decisions from the previous games, and then once you as long as the accounts are are linked. The game will recognize what your decisions were and then act accordingly, and I think that's really, really cool. Pretty cool. 
Yeah, I'm stoked about it. I, I really like that little story, and it. Uh, I didn't think I was gonna dig it as much as I did, uh, but every every season they do something that's just heart wrenching, and you're just like, oh my gosh, I <laughs> yeah. can't believe they did that. It's and you just it's, want you want more it's a of unique it. gaming experience. It really is. It's it's cool. It, it is. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like those kind of games because they feel like it's not a game, but. Uh, but I mean, for me, being a fan of comic books, like it's just it's, for me, it's like a win-win. It's a uh, you know, all I got to do is hit a button to turn the page. So, well, yeah, look, it, it's it's an interactive story, right? All of these games, ultimately, the the campaign games are interactive stories, just like different levels of interactivity, and 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 they focus on as as opposed to technical gameplay they focus on putting you in these moral situations developing these these characters and then forcing you to make these these uh choices that you really don't want to make but you have to and 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 you have to make them fast right so i don't know it's it's, it's again it's a unique experience i'm sure it's not for everybody but it's popular and it's popular for a reason. They did a great sure. job with it. And this know. is the last one. It's the, it's last, the last one. one. Yeah. Supposedly. We'll see. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But but they 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 have set themselves a a nice little niche. I think Telltale, and they're they're ready to move forward. And they they do they did some interesting things with different uh, titles with Batman and. Uh, uh, Borderlands, you know, Minecraft. They 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 found themselves a nice a nice little niche there, and they're rocking it. Good on them. Hell yeah. So uh, so yeah. Um, Blue got, Will, man. Tie Fighter. Is there anything else that's out there that you wanna that you wanna talk about? I mean, I think that's it for me for today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, we covered up most of the stuff. Um. You want to throw? Yeah, let's let's, let's don't pre-order games. Yeah. <laughs> huh? No, he said don't pre-order games. That's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. Don't pre-order games. <laughs> <laughs> don't pre-order games. Uh, Buddha, what were you gonna say? Don't, I'm sorry. Don't copy other people's reviews. How about that? Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go with that one. Right. How about that? <laughs> Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for for stopping in and hanging out. This is the second episode of the Hardcore Casuals, uh, the Hardcore Casuals Lounge, uh, brought to you by the Hardcore Casuals, uh, the stream team on Mixer with uh, dreams to be much more. Um, you can go ahead and check us out at uh, our website, thehardcorecasuals.com. Uh, it's just a splash page for now, but it's like the little engine that could. Uh, check it out. We're gonna we're gonna be doing some big things. Um, you could also check us out on uh, the Discord, which uh, I'll say is thehardcorecasuals.com forward slash Discord. Uh, the Patreon forward uh, um, um, thehardcorecasuals.com forward slash Patreon. Uh, those are the, the the sites. Go ahead, check it out. If you want to uh, support us, please do so there. Jump into the Discord. Uh, say hi. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, everyone. This is a blast. Word. Yeah. Yay. So much fun. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, 
Until next time, see ya.